You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. We continue examining the very important events that happened at the Battle of Khaybar. Previously, we mentioned that the Prophet gave the banner to Abu Bakr. He went to the fort without any victory. He came back. The next day, he gave the banner to Umar ibn al-Khattab. He also came with a failure, with no victory. Then finally, the Prophet gives the banner to one who loves Allah and his messenger and is loved by Allah and his messenger. One who never goes back unless he has the victory. And so he gave the banner to Imam Ali alayhi salam. The Imam alayhi salam takes the banner the following day and he jogs towards the fort. So Imam Ali alayhi salam arrives at the fort. A number of Muslims companions had also gone out with him. Reports indicate that those companions who were with Imam Ali alayhi salam, they fled when they were met with Al-Harith, the brother of Marhab. Marhab, the warrior of Khaybar, had a brother by the name of Al-Harith. He was also a strong warrior. When they saw him, they're like, no, we don't want to fight, so they fled. Al-Harith was leading the Jewish fighters and the Imam had to confront him all by himself because the companions basically abandoned him. Now some historians have tried to cover up for those companions by saying that they didn't flee, but Imam Ali was too fast. He was jogging, so they couldn't catch up with him. That's why he got there by himself and no one was with him. They have, yes. His, yeah, it's in Sunni sources that they fled, but some have tried to analyze it differently. They're like, no, no, they didn't really flee. They couldn't catch up to the Imam. That's why he was there by himself. But of course, you know, we don't accept that because you know, the Imam was jogging, harwala means mild running and, and he was carrying the banner, they weren't carrying a banner so you can definitely, you know, catch up to him. They fled the scene when they saw Al-Harith. Now, the name of Ali frightened those Jewish Khaybaris who had come to fight Imam Ali One hadith states, the Prophet said to Imam Ali before he left, to Khaybar, to the fort of Khaybar, the Prophet told him, raya, take this banner. Jibra'il is with you. Victory is ahead of you. And Allah will cast fear in their hearts, your enemies, the Khaybaris. So don't worry. And then the Prophet tells him, they find in their books, the Jews find in their holy scriptures, they have, they, it's written in their books that the one who's going to defeat them, his name is Elia. Elia is the name of Imam Ali in the Torah, in their scriptures. It's pronounced Elia in their Hebrew language. So when you go and confront them, فَقُلْ أَنَا Ali. I am Ali, that Elia. I'm here. فَإِنَّهُمْ يُخْذَلُونَ inshallah. When The minute you say that, that's it. 
they're going to be struck with fear and you will win the battle. This is found in our Shia sources, yes. Now even Marhab, when he hears the word Ali, he tries to flee. Now this is in all of our sources. So even Marhab, you know, the strong warrior, when he heard the name Ali, he tried to flee. And this is actually what happened. There was a woman who had nursed him. She had breastfed him when he was a baby. She had told him, Marhab, that the one who's going to kill you, his name is Haydara. This is what the narration states. You will kill anyone who comes to fight you. You will defeat anyone who comes to try to defeat you. There's an exception, O Marham. Except the one whose name is Haydara. If you confront him, you're gone. She was giving him advice since his childhood. Haydara, don't mess with him. Now, how did she know that? Some have claimed that she was a kahina, a fortune teller. You know, they had specific ways, the seers, right, the fortune tellers. They had specific ways either through uh, certain practices or connection with the jinn. They could know about the future. So some have said that this is how she knew that Haydara would be the one to kill him. But this is disputed. Some of our scholars have said, no, there's no evidence that she knew this type of knowledge through fortune telling. Probably she knew this because she had heard in the scriptures of the Jews that a lion would kill Marhab. And not just any lion, a ferocious lion. Because that's the meaning of Haidara. What does Haidara mean? Haidara means the king of lions, or lion king, as we say today, right? That's the meaning of Haidara. She had heard that in the scriptures. She believed in it. She told him, Marhab, be careful of that Haidara. So this was one of the names of Imam Ali, They recognized him as Ali, Ilya in their works, and also by Haidara, the lion. Now, who gave Imam Ali the name Haidara? His mother. Because he says, Sammatni Ummi Haidara. There are different you know, theories about that, but the correct one is that his mother gave him that name. When she gave birth in the Kaaba, how long did she spend in the Kaaba? Three days, right? So Abu Talib wasn't there by her. So when she gave birth to Imam Ali in the Kaaba, she named him Haidara, which means the strong lion. Then when um, Abu Talib came, he named him Ali according to some sources. So he, he had these two names. His mother named him Haidara, his father named him Ali. In any case, Al-Harith comes forward to fight Imam Ali, but he was scared. This guy's name is Ali. We've heard about this name before. And he was very brave, Al-Harith. So Muslims fled the scene. Imam Ali fights him with great courage, and the Imam salam kills him. Once, when Al-Harith is killed, the men of Al-Harith, the other Khaybari soldiers, they flee to their forts and they close the fort. It's at that time that Marhab comes. Marhab was the strongest warrior in all of Khaybar. Remember, they had over like 10,000 fighters. He was the strongest of them all. According to one hadith, the Prophet specifically asked Imam Ali to deal with Marhab. He tells him, Ya Ali, ikfini marhaban. 
oh Ali, protect me from marhab. This statement by the Prophet may mean that the primary intent of marhab on that day was to kill the Prophet. Because the Khaybaris, they saw the Prophet is the problem here. He's the one who's claiming to be a prophet. He has all these supporters. We have to kill him. This was always the goal of the Khaybaris. Kill Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa So his intent was to kill the prophet and bring a swift end to the religion of Islam. Marhab didn't care about anyone else, these other companions. He didn't really care. His primary target was who? The prophet. That's why the prophet tells Imam Ali, ikfini marhaban. Go and save me from marhab. So the Imam salam goes to confront Marhab. He comes and he was a strong warrior, subhanAllah. Sometimes one of my wishes in my life, I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Oh Allah, on the day of judgment, just show us those scenes where Amir al-Mu'mineen salam confronts these evil ones. We just want to see those victories. I can sit there for endless years just watching Amir al-Mu'mineen salam show his courage and fight in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Marhab comes and it was common at that time to show your strength, you say lines of poetry. So he came and he, say, he says the following, قَدْ عَلِمَتْ خَيْبَرُ أَنِّي مَرْحَبُوا The doors and the walls of Khaybar, they know that I am Marhab, they testify that I am Marhab. شَاكِ السِّلَاحِ بَطَلٌ مُجَرَّبُوا I'm an experienced warrior and I'm equipped with very powerful weapons. And then he continues, you know, his lines of poetry, which basically means that I will be victorious, victorious. Even the warriors who will confront me in the battlefield, they will be colored with their blood. So he's saying this in a very powerful way. And by the way, Marhab was wearing an armor a shield and a helmet, no other person had a helmet like that. You know what was his helmet? He brought a rock, a boulder. He carved it into a helmet and he wore it on his head. Can you imagine someone having a helmet made from a stone? Like what kind of a body did he have to handle the weight of that boulder? But this was Marhab, he was not a man you wanted to mess with. <laughs> so he was basically wearing a rock on his head and this helmet made from stone. So he comes and he feels so powerful. Which sword can break that rock, right? Who's gonna dare <laughs> kill him? He says these lines, he comes. But this is the line of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is Amir al-Mu'mineen. So Amir al-Mu'mineen alayhi salam comes forward and he says these lines of poetry. Ana alladhi sammatni ummi haydara. You're bragging that you're marhab? I'm the one whose mother named him Haydara. And the Imam basically continues to state that I'm a very valiant, brave person and a lion of the forest. I have powerful hands, I have a strong neck. Maybe you have that helmet made from stone, but trust me, my hands are stronger than you. My neck is stronger than your, your neck. In the battlefield, I strike the people with awe like a lion. Beautiful lines in poetry. Beautiful lines in, in Arabic. The idea is, look, don't mess with me. I'm stronger than you are. Now, 
Marhab hears the word Haidara. There are some hadith, some reports that that night, the night before this confrontation, Marhab saw a dream in which a lion preys upon him, kills him. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspired Imam Ali salam to know that he saw that dream. That's why the first thing he told him, It's as if the Imam was telling him, Marhab, that dream you saw, look, that's me. So basically, I invite you to avoid this confrontation. Because remember, the Prophet told Imam Ali, before you fight them, invite them to Islam. If they don't accept Islam, invite them to peace. Give up your weapons and arms. Let's live peacefully. Remember, Imam Ali gave them all those offers. They were stubborn. So the Imam is telling him, okay, now that you're stubborn, I'm that Haidara. I'm just warning you. I'm just telling you. So it seems that he reminded him of that dream and that weakened Marhab. It really made him um, feel scared. There's an interesting hadith over here narrated by a Shaykh al-Mufid rahmatullahi alayhi. It's about marhab, seeing shaitan in those moments. It's a very interesting hadith. The hadith states when Imam Ali salam responded to his lines of poetry saying, I'm the one whose mother named him Haidara, he remembered what his um, wet nurse told him. That lady that you know breastfed him and she told him, be careful of Haidara, he remembered that. So he became so struck with fear, he ran away. He did not want to confront Imam Ali. Like imagine all that's adding up, Iliya, Ali, Haidara, he's like, no, I'm not messing with this man, he is Haidara. So the hadith states, Iblis appears to him in the form of a Jewish rabbi, right? Habr min ahbar al-Yahud, Satan takes on the form, because Satan is a jinni, sometimes some jinns can take on certain forms, right? So he appeared in the form of a Jewish rabbi. Marhab doesn't know this is Iblis, he sees a Jewish rabbi. So that Jewish rabbi tells him, where are you going, O Marhab? Where are you going? Marhab says to him, This young man is calling himself Haidara. I don't want to mess with him. Iblis tells him in the form of that rabbi, So what's the big deal if he's Haidara? So he tells him, no, that lady has warned me about Haidara. She told me that the one who's going to kill you, his name is Haidara. So I don't want to take any chances. SubhanAllah, look at the tactics of shaitan. Iblis tells him, shame on you. First of all, you think there's only one Haidara out there in the world? Maybe there are other Haidaras. Who says that this is the Haidara that's going to kill you? See, he's confusing him. Number two, he tells him, and it's a shame you run away from this young man with your big body like that. Just because a woman said something to you. You take the words of a woman, when women get it wrong, more than they get it right. <laughs> I think Iblis may have gotten this one right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we don't agree with his statement. <laughs> so he says, you know, you take the words of a woman, when women get it wrong more than they get it right. And then again, he tells him there's many Haidaras out there in the world. Go back. If you, perhaps you may kill him. If you kill him, you'll be the master of your people. 
marhab, you'll be just so much more respected by all the khaybaris. And I'll support you. I'll get the Jews to support you. So marhab sees this rabbi telling him this. He confuses him. So he's like, okay, I'm not running away. Seriously, why am I running away? Because some woman said something. Who says she's right? He really confused him. So he comes back. And it's at that point where the confrontation uh, takes place. So Imam Ali ibn Abi Talib salam, confronts him and the Imam with the sword of Dhul Faqar strikes him on his head. Remember, he was wearing a helmet made from a thick stone, from a boulder. The strike of Imam Ali salam, was so powerful, it split the rock open his head open up until his teeth. These are the historical reports. I know this is graphic, but just know the power of Amir al-Mu'mineen. You have someone who's maybe double his size. He's so strong. He's wearing a helmet made from stone. But one strike from Ali ibn Abi Talib salam, splits his head up until his teeth in half. So he falls to the ground. When Marhab falls to the ground, the Jews start yelling, Marhab has been killed, Marhab has been killed. And they're struck with terror and they flee into their forts. So this is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives victory to Amir al-Mu'mineen salawatullahi alayhi.